Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Oh, I am just fresh-tastic today. How about you? Mm. I'm doing pretty good, too. Uh, you look a little uh, gla- glossed over in the eyes. You, you, you're Do a little... have to get into that? <laughs> you're a little... I wasn't going to bring it up, <laughs> unless you're doing a bit. No. Oh, I was like, we did the drowsy boys thing. So I know, I, I thought you were going to talk about video about games. It. Oh, yeah. Oh, but we don't need to talk about okay. being tired. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> there, is that good? <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I think I may have come down with something, uh, actually. It's, uh, the gaming bug, if mm, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep. It's it's E3 this week, big video game conference, all the uh, best uh, hacker uh, computer nerds are out there showing off <laughs> everything they've hacked the, over the past the years. The hacker computer you, nerds. I don't know if you know what? this, but the uh, all games are hacked from another program, so don't, they don't, don't think just... You have, yeah. a, uh, you have a weird perception of e3 yeah yeah these guys i know how these computer nerds work they uh they never make anything original but uh the big reveal was this uh cyberpunk 2077 or something yeah seems like they're ripping up blade runner a little bit there but uh uh the big reveal in the end of the trailer is that spoilers keanu reeves is in it Mm. and apparently he's in Fortnite as well um there's some Fortnite character like him so i guess that's just gonna be what people do now just they put keanu reeves in games and you know they announced uh banjo kazooie's gonna be in super smash bros right i think it'd be pretty sweet just get keanu reeves in there yeah john wick just yeah that's what they did with Fortnite. It's pretty much they just, just John made a Wick. John Wick. Yeah, yeah. So they. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see just Pikachu just get shot in the head, wouldn't you? And just lay down bloody. That That's great. just all his attacks could yeah. just be guns shots. Um, yeah, that sounds cool to me. Um, you have any big plans for Father's Day there, Luke? I know oh. you have so many illegitimate children do you keep in touch with any of them i don't i don't um yeah so i'll just be hiding out like i always do um right if i do go i might wear like a fake mustache or something because they're they're all over the place these things um i mean i just kids are coming up to me and just being like money please and i Mm. i just give it to them i mean i don't know i don't know what else i can do but i i think a lot of them might be scamming me because some of them are street rats and you know it was kind of weird because one of them kind of looked like you with shoes on your knees no no, no, no. i'm pretty sure no hmm. not me i think like you said you have a lot of kids uh there's also a lot of street rats in the world so maybe they were coming up to you Hmm. asking for money um street rat i don't buy that no um but if you could uh please not mention this to my fiance that oh she has no idea she thinks i'm a virgin so (laughs) she thinks i'm saving myself so oh boy um fathers we um we all are one (laughs) right Uh, um i'm not all right but anyway we're gonna get into the show this is of course best song ever and uh, we're each going to play some of our favorite new songs for each other and for you. And if he plays one that I really love, I'm going to give my stamp of approval, which is Lordy, Lordy, Barry, Gordy. And if I play one he really loves, he's going to give his, which is 
Papa likey. Papa. Hey. Oh. That's like a word for father, in case you didn't (laughs) (laughs) know that. That's a good connection you just made. And my first song uh, comes from an L.A. band called Cosmo Gold. Uh, This is a band led by Emily Gold. Uh, She had a musical project called Velvet, and that developed into a full band, which is now Cosmo Gold. And uh, Emily's father is actually a 70s power pop icon, Andrew Gold, who uh, you may know a little song he wrote called Thank You for Being a Friend. Yeah, really? You know no that way. Song. Yeah. From Golden Girls? Yeah. The, oh, wait, is that the, the Golden theme? Girls theme Thank song? Thank you for being a friend. Uh, that is, it's kind of weird that his last name is Gold and he's on a show. It's, whoa. It's Golden Girls. That's, maybe, maybe it's kind of like Charlie's Angels. Like maybe he, they're all his girls. Yeah. Right? Right. Like he's, he's got some sort of... Uh, prison with four old women in it right right yeah Yeah. um i hope not that would be a a, not a fatherly thing to do and you know it's father's day here but andrew gold his daughter emily gold is now a great musician so maybe like she could do maybe this song i'm about to play could be like the theme song for the reboot of golden girls you know they rebooted will and grace they rebooted Murphy Brown. I think Golden Girls is next. And maybe like yeah. let's get it like a fresh young take on Golden Girls where they're ooh, all like ooh, high hot. schoolers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Um yeah, I think Brian's true colors just showed, but um and uh maybe the theme song could be this song that we're about to listen to now. Uh this is a funky little jam uh with some interesting surprises in it. So Let's uh, take a listen to this. Here's Cosmo Gold with Drown the Fly.
You know, you started that song, and I thought, surely you must have accidentally started some 70s black exploitation film because it sounded like the opening, uh, yes. opening uh, title song that's to so, uh, to a film such as that. That's funny because I was like, I, I, there was a cinematic quality to that opening, and I was trying to think of like, I was like, I could see this in a movie opening, and like, I the video is really cool and like cinematic looking, um, but. I could not put my finger on what it was, and I could absolutely see that. There you go. So, or yeah. a Quentin Tarantino movie that he stole from a <laughs> 70s right. soundtrack, yeah. So I, I think that um, this Golden Girls reboot with hot right? high schoolers. Maybe um, they could do like a Riverdale crossover. That's what I was going for. You perfect. Know? Uh, and they're uh, solving crimes in the 70s. There you go. Time travel? I don't know. Maybe. T- oh. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Um, get at me, Shonda Rhymes. I don't know that she has <laughs> she, anything to do with those. She's a TV writer. Uh, I don't yeah. know who makes Riverdale. Um, um, me neither. The CW. Get at get at us. Yeah. CW. Um, that song was really cool. It had a a, a general funk to it, yes. uh, which I enjoyed. And um, the like the instrumental breakdown at the end was probably my favorite part. Um, you know, it talked about being afraid to die. Uh, yeah. at, at the beginning there, uh, are you are you afraid to die on a scale of one to ten? How how afraid to die it, are you? I really I feel like I'm more afraid of people I love dying. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Because I'm like that. I think that's the worst thing is to have the memory of the person who's gone. When I'm gone, I'm gone. Exactly. I, I'm gonna be You're kicking up at the pearly gates, baby. Back on a beach with jimmy buffett's ghost he's still alive <laughs> but that's uh, that's right? what heaven is to me um i had no idea yeah that's cool <laughs> um but yeah she comes out of the gate 
just with the, dropping that bomb, I've always been mm-hmm. afraid to die. And then uh, sort of goes on to talk about this fly in her head, which I seems like the sort of voice in your head. And she says she's the loudest in the room. Like it's mm. tough to like tune it out. And it, I was interpreting it as like, yeah, like this discouraging voice in your head, this depression that you're trying. She says uh, she wants to drown the fly and I want to be good. Um, which, you know, that's a good, uh, good sentiment to have for your life. I want to be good and not deal with this stupid fly. And, uh, we talked about it last week, which like having a song that sounds so happy mm-hmm. and then it's actually a lot heavier than you realize. And I was like, I just enjoyed this funky song. And then when I'm like, think about the lyrics, I was like, hmm, yeah, that's that's a struggle, having that voice in your head um, that you can't tune out. And I just, I love the funkiness and then going into that sort of airy uh, part. And when they do like the harmonies where the music cuts out and then bust back into the beat, yeah. I love it so much. Definitely. You know, the meaning really sets in more if you think of, the fly is like a little Jeff Goldblum in her head. And he's always like, Hey, you gotta buy an apartment there, you know? Mm, right. Cause he was in the movie, the fly, right? He, he was in the movie, the apartment. No, he wasn't. No, that was Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> um, I think. Yeah. And he's all like, huh, life finds way. This is the, <laughs> I thought I could do a Jeff Goldblum impression no. before it came out. Yeah. Life finds a way. See, <laughs> It's it's, a, it's, it's not a Jeff Goldblum impression, but I appreciate the effort. Life finds a way, Mr. Bond. I think Sean Connery was James Bond. <laughs> Shut up, Brian. <laughs> Is he talking to himself? It's when he was holding a dinosaur egg and looking in the mirror at himself mm. and saying, life finds a way. I thought Mr. it was Bond. when he was looking at the, the hole in the condom. Yeah, <laughs> father's day am i right folks all right so that was cosmo gold with drown the fly from waiting on the city that's out now self-released all right well i'm gonna move along to a los angeles based feminist punk quartet called girl friday uh this is the the first song i've ever heard from this band they're a pretty new band uh and I'm really into it. I like Girl it a Friday. lot. Yes. I assume that's like Saturday with the boys or something like that. I think uh, like it's some old 50s reference, like His Girl Friday or something like that. Oh, that is, sounds like a right? thing that I've a heard A detective of. thing or something. Yeah, sure. They're like, here's Girl Friday, you see? I'm Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> exactly. But they, uh, for their sound, wanted to fuse um, like kind of a early bangles uh rock sound with 90s alt rock Hmm. um they all take big inspiration from the band hole who is a that that's a band i need to actually get into i have not gotten into that hole. uh i think so i think uh i heard recently a whole song and it was awesome you heard a whole whole song a whole whole you only heard like half whole songs yeah (laughs) i've only heard half whole songs but now i heard this really great whole song i can't remember the title i'll look it up for you later it's not important now so they're based out of los angeles now but none of them are actually from los angeles so the song we're going to listen to now is them taking aim at this 
what they call sinister shallowness of the entertainment industry and interactions in the city. They get into a lot of deep topics on their uh, upcoming album, but as you'll see, they do it in a really catchy and uh, great sounding way. So let's take a listen to Girl Friday with Decoration slash Currency.
Flirty Lady Barry Gordy. Yeah. I loved that. It was so good. Right? Um, if I see what you're saying about the sort of crunchy punk grit of, like, the bangles and sort of the, uh, like, the harder rocking and then the more like toned down sort of airy 90s sound in there as well very interesting blend and took me by surprise a few times i liked it a lot yeah and then they go hard at the end there with currency decoration um yeah interesting uh i i liked that idea of the the city of sex and debt and your name is your currency yeah it's a it, it takes you on a weird journey and it yeah. switches up a few times i i always forget the beginning kind of reminds me a new order um and then it gets into a, a kind of a style for a little bit that's prevalent right now of the kind of um you know like just jangle alternative rock yeah but then it really opens up and goes in some interesting direction. Well, maybe uh, we do need to check out the band Hole now. I can't mm-hmm. tell you a song I've heard of theirs, but if they uh, if they influence this band, then uh, things I would definitely be interested. Yeah, I I've heard kind of you know how um, as we are as a society, hopefully getting more progressive and thoughtful mm-hmm. i've heard some interesting takes recently on courtney love just that she kind of got a raw deal like which that's what i'm saying like yeah. i think in my head i always thought of her just as the punchline from like the exactly all the early 2000 shows and i'm like oh yeah maybe they're maybe, maybe that she did maybe everyone was kind of yeah. full of shit at that point um it's possible yeah so as I as as I said before we played the song, they get into some deep topics, talk about our nightmarish present, and um, how we could uh, there. But there's hope. Like, did, did you mispronounce president? <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice one. Ayo. But uh, there's possibility uh, to escape that. Um, often finding safety with each other, which I think is a, a good sentiment. And also, uh, they have another song that's an indictment of of abusive men, which is happening a lot these days. But they do it with the the catchy, interesting song structures, and um, I'm really interested to check out this EP, which is uh, coming out pretty soon here. So. That was Girl Friday with Decoration Currency from Fashion Con Man, which is out June 28th on Hardly Art. All right, my next artist has a pretty amazing musical history. They taught themselves to play guitar and bass when they were 11, uh, went to an arts high school, and got a full scholarship to study classical double bass in college. Ooh. And, uh... That's a classical double bass drum like they have on metal songs. <laughs> no, it's not. That's the bass. Um, I like and that. Uh, they've been a freelance musician artist for about a decade now, and they're supporting Connor Oberst on uh, tour this summer. Pretty cool, right? Whoa, yeah. Um, so my uh, ears perked up when I heard supporting Connor Oberst, and then my eyes perked up when I saw this album cover because this is cool uh, drawing and uh, this. Artist also draws some comics, and so I'm assuming that's what the uh, album art was. Uh, this is Joanna Sternberg. Their album, Then I Try Some More, comes out July 12th. And uh, like I said, I was intrigued by this album cover. And then uh, when I listened, they just have one of the most unique voices I've ever heard. I love it so much. And 
such a raw stripped down style with these vulnerable lyrics just beautiful melodies and uh, this song we're about to hear is called this is not who i want to be and it sounds like a hymn to me so i'm gonna take you to church right now Mm, uh like that band that band church yes (laughs) that wasn't good what are you talking about hosier yeah that's the one like hosier so yeah i'm gonna take you to church like hosier and uh let's get into this right now we'll talk about some more after here's joanna sternberg with this is not who i want to be
I'm Jeff Goldblum, you know. Was that Christopher Walken? <laughs> yeah. No, it was Jeff Goldblum. Oh, sorry. I told you. I enjoyed that song. Um, you know, I, I am not a piano ballad sort of fella normally. Um, but I, you know, I, I see what you're saying about the hymn sound mm. and it, it, it was very like meditative and searching and those sorts of aspects within religious music. And it was about like wanting to, uh, you know, be better and want looking mm. for, self um betterment mm. and uh yeah it was good uh they have a great voice praise him absolutely great voice and um yeah i i, I enjoyed it but I didn't like love it that's stupid the fact that you didn't <laughs> is yeah. uh as my good friend jeff goldblum would say wrong and as my other friend, the same guy, Jeff Goldblum, but well, we have two friendships. Um, he, as he would say, you fired. So, um, I, I think you're absolutely wrong because it's so beautiful. And I wasn't even thinking of those aspects of it being like a hymn. I just mm. meant like the sound of it. I also get vibes of like Joanna Newsom, Tom Waits, Daniel Johnston. Actually, this. Uh, reminds me of like a Daniel Johnston song. You know, he did a lot of just like home recordings, but these mm-hmm. sound so much better, but still feel like, like these don't sound lo-fi. I've sort of right. talked about things like that before where they sound really crisp and beautiful, but just have that sort of homemade feel to them. Oh, this whole album, just such beautiful, like sort of stripped down. Uh, they do some guitar as well, but just all so beautiful. And just really vulnerable like i feel like those lyrics are just so honest and just hit me so hard because i'm like i feel like this is something that's coming from a person's soul and you know like we talk about sometimes like we're in an age of oversaturated content and you know netflix is shitting out a new show every second and i just like so much music coming out and i feel like because you know it's so much easier to make things um I feel like the the scope of content has grown recently and uh, just 90% of what I listen to I like just fine, but it uh, I feel like I'm going to forget it. I In a couple of years, I won't be able to remember mm-hmm. most of it. And so when I come across something like this where it just like immediately like a bolt just like hits me, uh, it's just so powerful and reminds me of why I love music because I can get like lost in the haze of different like sounds and be like, yeah, oh, these put some nice sounds together like this is cool. But l- while I'm a fan of like elaborate production, I think sometimes that can be used to like mask a lack mm-hmm. of substance. And so I feel like when you strip it down and uh, I can still move someone, that's that's when, you know, you got something really powerful there. So that was Joanna Sternberg with This Is Not Who I Want To Be from Then I Try Some More out July 12th on Team Love Records. By the way, Brian, that's this was the album that I was saying is probably going to be one of my favies. Oh, wow. My favy babies. I'm going to move on to someone who was born and raised in Chicago. Chicago has an awesome R&B and rap scene going on right now. Um, really thriving. It's like... Every second, a new person's coming out of Chicago making awesome music, and Kaina is very much in that realm. 
Uh, she's a first generation Latina and uh, born and Are raised. You know Latina? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and born and raised in Chicago, as I said. But uh, apart from her immediate family, she wasn't by um, like the rest of her family. She kind of had this detachment from her cultural identity growing up. As she started to make music, she started connecting more with Latin-inspired music and fusing that with the the soul and um, R&B sound coming out of Chicago, making a really interesting mix. And the song we're going to listen to, she describes as like the moment that she found peace with her sense of self. So I think this is a nice counterpoint to the last song we just listened to, which was like, this is not how I want to be. This is conversely her getting coming who she wants to be. Exactly. Which is a which is a really great celebratory feeling, which I think will really carry over in this song. Um, I have some more that we'll talk about after, but I'm really excited to play this song for you. I love it. I've been listening to this a lot. So this is Kaina with Green. Sky could be blue as can be, grass could be green, green too, and my love the same as them, their facts, it's true, it's true, sky could be blue as can be, grass could be green. Green, green too. And my 
of those styles mm. as promised um i really liked the uh the harmonies going on throughout the vocals were awesome and th- some very interesting rhythms that drum beat kind of reminds me of the one in uh 15 step by radiohead which oh, is like yeah. very Absolutely. like complex and yep. like hard to uh wrap your head around what's happening and then when those horns came in that was great and very interesting with like the rhythm of the drums going with what they were playing and um yeah very cool sound i liked it yep so this song nods to uh the influence of salsa music um and it yeah yeah i could see that and it ties it but ties back in with the chicago soulful sound as well she also gets into bolero which is a type of music i don't really know that much about um and other latin inspired sonics and it's just such a i've I've listened to a lot of songs on this album it's nine songs and they all just kind of take a different interesting take on latin music and and chicago's r&b music yeah Yeah, i really like it a lot it's just a a unique point of view good sound and uh, up and coming artist that's going to be exciting to watch um, she also talks about how her songwriting style is uh, very confessional. She often doesn't go back and edit what she writes because she feels like um, she wants to capture it right as it's hmm. coming out and That's doesn't cool. want to tinker with it too much. That's what she meant when she wrote it. Um, and I think that carries over as you as you listen more and more to these songs that this is just very like kind of an outpouring of um, you know of her, and dealing with this kind of detachment of cultural identity and becoming yeah. comfortable with herself and her and her culture. And um, this song has a really good music video, which is like her and her mom and some friends from Chicago. And they're like eating together. And it's just kind of reinforcing that mm-hmm. idea of like intentional family. Like yeah. this is who uh, I've chosen to be my my family, my culture and they've lifted her up and they lift each other up it's just a it's a nice good feeling that we need so yeah that's really cool too that she was able to connect through music and then like bring that into her music and um yeah that's really special i feel like so that was kaina with green from next to the sun which is out july 12th on super records okay this is uh we have some breaking news this has never happened before this is really weird um this is like freaky right now we've talked about before how we think we've both in the truman show right and now this confirms it because where are the cameras where are the camera i see you i've been doing uh i see you ed harris yeah ed um i'm ed harris being jeff goldblum (laughs) that was a bad Oh, weird, wild stuff. Life finds a way. 
that was your best impersonation yet of Jeff Goldblum. Uh, obviously, they've all been of Jeff Goldblum. Right, that was the best one. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> it didn't come out as good as I thought. Is that Owen Wilson? It's supposed to be Oh, wow. Life finds a way. Oh. Hey, that's my brother Luke over there. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> oh, hey, me and my brother working together on Royal Tenet Bombs. This is fun. Wow. <laughs> I feel like we're getting lost here. Um, oh, we're okay. <laughs> so, I've been doing these priceless dead-on picture perfect jeff goldblum impersonations and then yeah. our editor and runner of daddy number three who you'll hear about later david obenauer just messaged brian yeah. why don't you read this message brian? so again the only way he could possibly know what we're talking and uh doing right now is through the truman show <laughs> like, yeah that's the he's only he's not way. he's not tapped into this at all he no. has no idea what's going on out of out of nowhere he he messages what if Jeff Goldblum and Bono started a band called Flyboys? Yeah. And the fact that it's Fly and, I mean, obviously yeah. Jeff Goldblum's in the Fly. It's crazy. But I don't understand the Bono part of it. Boys. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> boys. Oh, you know, Bono, boys. No. I'm trying to make sense of this, too. We'll think about it. Maybe uh, we'll, we'll, re- we'll be able to figure that out. Is Bono famous for flying in some way? No, no. It, I it mean, would be the boys would have to be. I think the All of the, That You Can't Leave Behind album cover, they're in like an airport. No, I don't, I don't I think, think that's this is related. Is. No, I don't think so. Should I ask him or should we try and theorize about it? Um, uh, as we the could show try goes and on? theorize. Um, I mean, okay, Bono's Irish. Mm-hmm. Ireland. Boys. Boys. <laughs> they have boys in Ireland. Boondock Saints? <laughs> boys. Yep, they starred <laughs> in that I think movie. Ireland and boys, I right. think Boondock Saints. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I'm stumped on this one. Did, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, did you two ever do a song with Boys Two Men? They were mm, around the same time. Maybe were they on some it. Live Aid or I something think like we're that on together? To something <laughs> was Boy. I know bon, Bono was in Live Aid, right? Was Was Boys to Men? I don't know. We'll I don't know. Was it up. Live Aid '99? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> which... the same year they brought Woodstock back. Um, hmm, that's a stumper. Uh, I guess uh, message David and we'll uh, we'll bring you another news update later in the show if we figure out what this means. Bono wasn't the one who sang, I just want to fly. No, that was Mark McGrath. Maybe David's mixing up Mark McGrath and Bono. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sugar Ray and U2. Very similar. Yes. Easy to mix up. While we try to figure out uh, what David meant, uh, we're going to play my last song and this song oh i'm so happy to play this song for you brian uh this comes from a band called graveyard club um that club we're all gonna join someday (laughs) all right that makes me think of the uh like the scooby gang oh yeah uh, from buffy the vampire slayer yeah oh i thought you were gonna say from scooby doo no no no. (laughs) fuck that no it's buffy the vampire slayer or i think i'm gonna join the cremation club or, or mm. the human compost club which is a thing now um but uh this band has an interesting uh formation story this band formed in a teacher's break room hey i hate tommy 
yeah, I hate Tommy too. Let's write songs about it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why all their songs are about uh, snot nosed little doofuses in their classes. But no, (laughs) they're not at all. Actually, this one's about death. Um, But man, your song, like, I know. What what are you doing? I didn't realize that this song was even about that, but we'll get to it. Let me, let me get to it. So the founding members of graveyard called Matthew and Michael, they were both teachers and, uh, they would record in a 19th century mansion after work. I don't know why, but, um, they added these other two members, Amanda and Corey and became graveyard club. And they bonded over some unique shared interests. Uh, the classic short stories of sci-fi author Ray Bradbury. Mm, yep. Uh, the music of Ryan Gosling's little-known band Dead Man's Bones. Oh, yeah. I remember them. And a fascination with both 50s crooners and 80s pop music. Hmm. And this song has got me on a big 80s uh, music kick, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I used to not really be into 80s music, and then over the past couple years have really got into it. And this song is just, like, classic uh like 80s ballad vibes uh just super synth saturated just beautiful and you know i never know what style i'm going to become obsessed with it's Mm. always just like one song and then i'm just like i want more of that and so i've been listening to this band they have two albums already graveyard club and they're all just like these super synthy 80s ish referencing type uh songs and they're so good i love it I can't get enough of it. But anyway, uh, this song is called William. Matthew Shuffman said this about the song. Lyrically, William is about the death of my own grandfather and the existential questions that followed. Sometimes you assume that you have an infinite amount of time and that feeling prevents you from being fully present and engaged in your life. That struggle is presented throughout William. So let's take a listen to this Graveyard Club with William. Is free. 
gonna slash your tires if you did not <laughs> i love that song that. no that was great yeah. uh i am a huge synth pop fan yeah. uh, especially 80s inspired that was uh stroking all the right spots for me and um i also really love like trading vocal duties yeah. um which which that was great they were all great vocalists right. were there three different singers or just two it almost seemed like a, a third voice came in towards the end. I don't know. If I'm that... pretty sure that's Matthew and Amanda. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's just Matthew and Amanda. I think he just goes really high yeah. there in the chorus. It was um, great. Yeah, I love and I love her just harmony like through the whole thing, just softly mm-hmm. high, singing the high part in the background, just mixed with those synths and his mm-hmm. low voice. Just oh, love it. It's been a while since we've talked about songs to die to we had one episode but yeah. this would be a this would be a good song to die to this would be a good one uh, to i think die it to. captures that kind of otherworldly life leaving your body sort of uh, feel yeah uh, ascending or descending depending on you know how the old god is feeling yeah. that day yeah it definitely has that sort of cosmic existential mm-hmm. feel to it i at first just thought it was like a lovesick song you know there's a line where he says, William, she never loved me. So I think that's an aspect of it. Maybe that was something he was dealing with at the same time, but also all these questions about like, why does every moment have to leave me just like time being fleeting. And like you said, feeling like you have so much and then realizing that it is very finite. And uh, I want to read these lyrics because, you know, songs, a song I'd love to die to, and it's what we're going to dance to at the wedding, is uh, In the Aeroplane Over the Sea by Nusha Milk Hotel. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, there's that line about how strange it is to be anything at all. And this part right before that that big ending kicks in, um, 
it really reminds me of that sentiment where he says, it's always a mystery to love and be loved. I can bury these feelings. They keep rising up. Tell me why is a lifetime not enough? William, what am I so afraid of? And that's when it all just kicks in there. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah, so many of these lyrics. I was just reading them again uh, as we listened. And they're so beautiful throughout. Something about that 80s ballad style just makes it even more emotional. And then when you hear oh, yeah. some of these, I'm just like. <laughs> that was that me. Chewbacca? That was... <laughs> It just makes me want to do a Chewbacca impression. He's like, ah, life finds a way. Jeff, that's a Jeff Goldblum. That's a Jeff Jeff Goldbaca. Uh. So that was Graveyard Club with William from Goodnight Paradise out June 28th. Another self-release. So a song that this reminded me of, and I love this song, is The Promise by When in Rome. Well, I'm just going to play a little clip. Oh, yeah. You get the point. It reminded me of that song, which uh, you might remember from the ending of Napoleon Dynamite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that's all I know. And it was in something else recently, I think, but I I couldn't find where it was. But uh, I loved that song and the band was sort of like a one hit wonder. And I just was looking them up and they had a really interesting story where they one of the members like wanted all the credit when it was in Napoleon Dynamite, and so now he has a band called When in Rome Two. No way. And the other two members have a band called <laughs> When in Rome UK, and both of them oh still God. tour. And one of them wrote a book called like Confessions of a One Hit Wonder that I kind of want to oh, read. But these poor guys. Yeah. It's, oh, um, that makes me really sad hey but apparently they're still out there playing music just jamming the promise out there oh, that's geez. the name of that song but i love that song it is sort of uh problematic like certain 80s songs where it's just like a man trying to convince a woman to love him right <laughs> when it seems like she's not interested right. um but but it's uh it's got some a great piano part <laughs> So before I play my last song, I wanted to give an update on uh, this theoretical yes, do. Jeff Goldblum, Bono band, uh, Flyboys. So apparently, uh, Bono had a song with U2 called The Fly. Oh. And he created a persona for himself. McFeesta? No. Uh, oh. Called The Fly. Oh, really? Uh, and so I guess this song, Bono described it as a phone call from someone in hell who enjoys being there, telling the person on the other end of the line what he has learned. (laughs) Wait, wait, let's break this down. We got to back up. So this is a phone call from a person in hell. I think named the fly. Who enjoys being there. Yeah. So like he, to write this song, Bono got full on like, uh, method actor went to hell <laughs> went to hell, <laughs> and uh had the persona of the fly and like really got into it and, and liked then it liked hell i guess yeah and he was like hey i learned hell not so bad <laughs> pretty, pretty good. good here's what i learned 
you don't want to piss off the guys with the pitchforks. <laughs> yeah. They they will poke you right into the fire. But then again, if he enjoys hell, maybe he enjoys being poked into the well, fire. No, I by think the he enjoy, No, no, he enjoys like the logistics. Like, oh, I know, don't mess with those guys. He likes. <laughs> he the, enjoys the idea of hell. Yeah, and, well, and navigating the social scene of hell. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? He's a he's a social uh, status Easter? climber. He's much like Blair uh, in Gossip Girl. Oh, not Facts but of in, Life? But in Hell. <laughs> when they reboot in Facts of Life. Ooh, Gossip Girl in Hell. That sounds good. Gossip Girl in Hell. I, does it sound as good as a Facts of Life reboot? I don't think so. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, well, I'm going to go out on a, uh, a project from someone that we've played on the podcast before. This is Georgia Ann Muldrow who uh, has a musical project with her partner um, for 13 years. They have three kids together, uh, huh. Dudley Perkins. Yeah, I heard this, and I did not know uh, they were a duo. Yes. Uh, and they, Romantically uh, as well as musically. Musically, yeah. And they have, uh, they have music out together before this as well, so this oh. is something that they've been doing for a while. Uh, collectively, they are known as G and D. The album takes uh, a lot of '70s funk sounds, West Coast G funk, and um, kind of psychedelic Parliament funkadelic style. They got G funk and P funk in there. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I know. And uh, but they they also dip into more subdued like sun-kissed r&b quiet storm soul kind of stuff um the like one we're gonna orange soda type r&b exactly um the one we're gonna listen to is more on the funky side of of the street yeah that's my side of the street <laughs> yeah it is um and the album that this comes from celebrates um black love which is they describe as unity of the black family but also gets into socioeconomic and racial issues that have mm. them at war. Uh, the The album's called Black Love and War. And mm. I'm going to get into those themes a little bit uh, after we listen. But let's go ahead and listen to G&D with Where I'm From. Yeah. Yeah. Where you from, homie? That's where I'm from. 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 Yeah. That's where I'm from. That's where I'm from. Carry tons of toolage on my back yeah. Still hold everybody down when I attack All that bull crap had to adapt Whole crews back together, call it a rap huh. Simple as that yeah. Oh no, the disrupt AKA kidnap Called up and said get the strap Too many off-brands and off-snarled Too many soft cats that act hard And this is how I react yeah. Let them know that I'm a king with the flow And you can ask all that exists for they all know no. Folk and have a form, pour it past the week Got MC and the crew's just as you Forefather from the funk form The calm before and after the storm Also, all that's in between We're all at the lost gates and all praise the unseen Original originators from the Ox sound 
elemental from the heavens when, when we, we touch, touch ground. ground. Some other ship connects, a seed that sprouted, now it's in full bloom. Raise the vibration for a flat earth, reflects a full moon. And all that's wicked is out of tune. Till time takes its time, and midnight becomes noon. And midnight becomes noon. Yeah. That's where I'm from. 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 I may be from a distant star shining so far away. Or maybe from the mind of my mother. That was cool. Very sort of spacey and uh, some funkiness to it as well. But yeah, it had like an old school hip hop vibe, which Mm -hmm. I didn't remember so much. I listened to this the other day and uh, I dug it. And then I I liked it even more this time. Uh, I didn't remember uh, his verse very well. And I really liked his rapping with her, like singing in the background. Mm -hmm. And then when she comes in stronger in the chorus there. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, uh, I like them together a lot. Yeah. Uh, they they their styles go together really well. Um, yeah, I had not I've not heard him before, but I'm interested in. Uh, I think he's from this song, a very good rapper. And yeah, I, his, and I like to sing it at the end there yeah. too. And uh, Georgia, I I love a lot as a as an artist on her own, and uh, she goes full out spacey yeah. weird. Uh, on this song that that's great she belting it yep she sure is and um you know it, it does sound out there in the cosmos and all that uh but a lot of the the themes on the album really kind of ground it into um well you know modern day um and they feel that this album's a wake-up call for black people to rise up and revolt um georgia says we we've always we always have a militant feel but we want to 
people to be able to join in the music and sing along with it. It's music that makes people come together. It's a very cultural record. And Dudley goes on to say, truth fucks with people. This mm-hmm. ain't just music. It's a message and a tool to, ri- to raise up the spirit of the black race. Um, so, again, it's kind of split into the love and war uh, yeah, on yeah. the album. And, um, you know, it does get into some, some heavy topics, but uh, also focuses on love and togetherness and rising up together. Um, it's uh, yeah. it's really cool. I've, I've uh, been able to hear a good portion of it. So that was G&D with Where I'm From, which is from Black Love and War, out August 9th on Some Other Ship Connect. G&D and GD... We got to wrap this show up. That stands for God damn. Um, <laughs> Thank you for whispering. He's listening. Yes, he is. Um, the, he's up, the man upstairs. The man he's upstairs, upstairs, Jeff Goldblum. And you know what he does? He's got his little glass. You know how like you take a glass and you put it to the wall to hear? Mm. He's got it on the fucking floor yeah, listening to Yeah, but his us. floor is clouds. So it's like right. it goes right through. And right. that's why... I got donked on the head with a glass. Oh, that's why you got donked on that. I was wondering, I was like, why did Luke get donked on the head? So we got one thing left to do, and that's a little something called Shout. (laughs) All right, we're going to talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, Baroness. You always do. I always do. Uh, Baroness Golden Gray, uh, the next in their series of their color albums. Mm -hmm. Uh, are you a fan of theirs? I am. They are like the only like metal band that I still mm-hmm. uh, will check out. And I'm not totally like, it's not my favorite style and I'm not like always crazy about his voice, but I always listen to the albums because I know cool. they'll be interesting. And the song they really sounded pretty good. Also Kate Tempest, the book of traps and lessons. Um, sh- do you know her? She's this, yeah. uh, yeah, this English uh, rapper. She's really cool. And, uh, bad books that's the guy from manchester orchestra and mm-hmm. kevin divine who's mm-hmm. a good singer songwriter and that's on pretty good too so check that out all right i've got bill callahan first album in several years barely uh you used to <laughs> record under the name smog this is uh shepherd in a sheepskin vest uh so you know i'm referencing something there i'm sorry nope it's obviously it's a very obscure reference it's from a ween song where all the music cuts out and he just goes barely (laughs) and i love it so much that sounds fun (laughs) it delights me i need to get into ween um so that's on drag city and drag city has a pretty big year they have this and then they have the purple mountains as well which is david berman's return to music so uh pretty cool also, a band that I played on the podcast, Crumb, with the yeah. album Jinx. I'm excited about that. And Julia Shapiro, formerly from Chastity Belts, hmm. with Perfect Version. So, those are the three I'm excited to listen to. Perfect Version. That's what you have to tell my fiance I am. <laughs> he's a... Per- listen, <laughs> Kyle. He's a perfect he's virgin. A perfect Version. He's perfect. He's perfect. Head to he's, toe. He's been a perfect virgin he's he's excelled in the field of virginry yes he has done so good at being a virgin just look at him just look at him anyone can tell ladies and gentlemen my cousin luke perfect virgin and speaking of being perfect virgins uh we have to singular (laughs) singular sir 
<laughs> um, I don't know. Um, but we have to thank some people who are <gasps> daddies, who are our daddies. It's Father's Day. They aren't perfect virgins because they gave birth to us. Um, and Happy metaphorically Father's speaking, Day, daddies. Happy Father's Day. First, we're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Those are our daddies, and we love them. Those uh, are a two-headed. That's a two-headed dad. Yeah, and then like sort of like maybe like our older like half brother is the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, oh, which uh-huh. is a show that you should uh, check out. He has local artists and interviews them, and has some crazy characters stop by too. And they just did a live show, so uh, you can listen to uh, that. And uh, our last daddy is offshelf.net. That's right. The aforementioned Dave Obenauer, who is sending us confusing messages about Bono. He yes. runs this dang thing. He sure does. Check out offshelf.net. They just started something t- uh, the day that we are recording this called Shelf Sessions. Have you oh, seen this? That's cool. No. It's uh, a live performance at the home office of, of Offshelf. Nice. Uh, in front of. Um, david obenauer's huge cd collection that's like takes up a big wall compact Uh, discs yes uh this one's with multi-magic and they play a few songs they uh before the the recording look through the cds and each picked out a couple albums from there to talk about that have been important to them uh it's really cool so uh go to offshelf.net check that out check out their social media yeah you do you do why aren't you I, I got dunked. Oh, that's right. You got dunked by God's glass. Yeah, so I'm going to use that as my excuse. All right, well, that's going to do it for us. For Planet Ant Podcast, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. I mean, that was the best song ever. Life finds a way. Oh, wow.